Someone asked me what my New Year's Eve plans are, and, uh, well, it's uh, the Morgan Club. Uh, there's no cover charge, uh, the drinks are a lot cheaper, and uh, it's called my living room. I usually barbecue on uh, New Year's Eve, probably steak. The odd time I mix in a little lobster. But uh, that's my plans. But I am open to uh, any drink suggestions. Always up for that. Mixologist Eve Poussin joins me now to chat about some fancy holiday cocktails. Now, Eve believes mulled wine, right, is a great start. But that takes a little preparation, doesn't it? So mulled wine is super simple. It is just taking a nice, rich, full-bodied wine, adding in your choice. You can uh, typically you add a little bit of cognac in there just mm-hmm. to add a little extra Christmas cheer, uh, and then you spice it with things like anise, cloves, and cinnamon, and add in a little bit of some fresh fruit like oranges, and you just let it sit in a crock pot on low, so you have this really nice warming spicy drink that has a lot of depth to it. Yeah, if you're having company, it is a really cool idea for sure. And there are those who want to look for some non-alcoholic options. So with this one, one of my favorites to do is usually you can find there's a lot of non-alcoholic spirits that are available. One of my favorites is Seed Lip, and they have three different choices. So you can get Grove, which is a lovely citrus spice, Garden, which has more herbal notes like a gin, or just spice, which is really lovely. So the taste of bourbon or a gin without the alcohol. And, and can you mix those with anything to jazz them up? Mixing those with a tea syrup. If you even want like peppermint tea, brew mm-hmm. that, mix it one-to-one with some sugar, and then you put that syrup in with your either just soda to create a really nice, let's say, a peppermint-type tea cocktail. Mix it in with that seed lip as well. So one of my go-tos is a green tea and tonic. So I use Seed Lip Garden with a green tea syrup topped with tonic, and it is just fantastic. Kind of a beautiful uh, winter replacement for a gin and tonic. Yeah, and you get the tone of gin without the alcohol. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the green tea is always a nice little touch as well because it adds a little bit of sweetness, but also a little depth of flavor for you as well. Because just because it's non-alcoholic doesn't mean you can't, you have to sacrifice taste. Right. Mixologist Eve Poussin, my guest. Eve, eggnog is out almost year round now, but clearly it's a holiday favorite. So uh, add a little rum, right? You know what? Sometimes I'm lazy and I do the carton, but... There's nothing like from scratch eggnog, honestly. It just seems to have a little bit like anything. You have more flavor. You have better taste to it in general. I love lots of cinnamon in mine and a little bit of rum is always my go-to. Amber rum, something a little bit sweet. Florida canna, my prime choice for you. Five-year aged rum in there with extra cinnamon and spice. Nutmeg for sure. Uh, of course, yeah. Yeah, you got me craving one now. But, uh, hey, I got to thank you for these suggestions, Eve. Uh, and Happy New Year. You as well. Thank you so much for having me. New Year's Eve coming up here. Four more days. That's all we have left. And uh, I'm telling you, I, I, I sincerely think that we've talked about a brown Christmas all this time. And New Year's Eve is looking no different. It's going to remain brown as well, too. Uh, Connor Bernard, the big-time overtime uh, hero last night in Chicago against the Jets. Bernard now, Main Street, he scores!
His first overtime goal, that actually was his uh, 15th goal. He got goal number 14 earlier in the game when he opened up the scoring against the Jets. The Jets lost 2-1 to the Hawks, and uh, fans stood cheering well after the game as Connor had to come out. He received first star and said this on the big screen. Yeah, I mean, every night they come support us and it uh, feels like home now. So uh, I'm super grateful to be here and to be a Blackhawk. That's pretty cool how Connor Bedard beat your Jets last night 2-1, huh, Kev? I didn't like it one bit. <laughs> Blackhawks win. He scores two, uh, including the one in overtime, his first overtime goal. Uh, how are your Jets doing? Um, they are competing. They were tops in the Central Division for a little bit, but it's a tight race between Dallas and Colorado. Um, I like Connor Bedard. Don't get me wrong, Greg, but we can't lose to the worst team in the league. Well, Come you on. did. You did. Yeah. Suffer through it, baby. <laughs> I'm suffering. I'm trying to watch the Oilers claw back into a playoff right. race, and uh, they're back at her uh, tonight. Uh, what day is this? Is, isn't this confusing? You know, we oh. have we had Monday, Tuesday. It feels like a Tuesday. <laughs> it's 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 always that. I always refer to it as like the the dead zone week in between Christmas and New Year's, and it's a week that I I usually work. I always work it, but as soon as it comes to it, I always think like, why didn't I take this week off? Because yeah. you know, the office is quiet. Right, lots of, lots of people are off. The roads are a lot more quiet this time of morning than they normally are. And I'm probably not supposed to say it, but this is what you feel like in radio at Christmas time. No one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, no, wait it's a, a fact. We'll just say something wrong, and then <laughs> yeah. we'll know people yeah. are listening. <laughs> the the only thing we can do right now to know that someone's listening is say something entirely <laughs> ridiculous so that Murray Wood Texas immediately and said, "I'm listening." Billy Crystal was the uh, best as the star of Seinfeld. <laughs> so right? if you. <laughs> If you're just waking up, let us know that you're listening. That's how radio announcers feel during the holidays when everyone else seems to be off. Yep, there's Murray Wood. My phone just lit up. I'll read that later. But anyhow, it's just how it feels. But another thing that feels weird is stepping outside. It's minus 10 right now, and this is the time of year we'd be you know, zipping up the jacket, at least, and putting gloves on. I come to work every morning, my jacket open, no gloves, and I'm complaining it's cold at minus 10. I was only outside for just a brief moment from my house to the garage <laughs> and then uh, from uh, my car to, to inside at work, and I still felt like I was, oh, man, yeah, it's really cold out here. But, yeah, <laughs> minus 10, it would just, you're right, we're just not used to this. And normally this time of year, right, we should be, what, minus 15, minus, you know, like it... Minus 20 even. Yeah, well, minus 21, the overnight lows. That's yeah. normal. And uh, here we are, uh, a good 10 degrees warmer than that right now, at least. Uh, but it's a struggle for the outdoor rinks. Some yeah. are open, a little ruddy. Some are bumpy, but they're doing their best. We're getting there. And these cold mornings are certainly helping them. It's just later in the day when it gets to, you know, the last couple of days, plus temperatures that makes it a kind of a challenge for them to maintain the ice uh, to make sure that it's not kind of bumpy but we can tell you from the city uh from what we talked to them yesterday they said 10 of the 26 odrs outdoor rinks are open and they expect more 
to open up here in the next couple days. We'll see. This just in, Kevin Martell. My buddy Don and Lapman's listening. He said, boys, I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) Don is a loyal listener. Let's just say that. Don's a good man. He certainly is. Okay. Hey, this really weird story out of Florida over the Christmas break here. Uh, It's horrible, but at the same time, very strange. Uh, Break it down for us. What happened here? There's a lot to digest in this one. So police are saying in, uh, in one county in Florida, two brothers... Two teenage brothers, 14 and 15-year-old, got in a fight about their Christmas presents. Who got what? And it got to the point where it wasn't just a, you know, a brotherly love kind of fight where there's some pushing. One of them actually got a gun out and in the melee shot his 23-year-old sister, who, by the way, was holding a baby, her own child, in her arms. She gets shot in the chest. The baby's okay, but she would die. And as this was happening, the older brother, the 15-year-old, after that happened, then got out his gun and shot his 14-year-old brother. 14 and 15. Yeah, and and they're now both facing charges. The 14-year-old lived, but now those brothers are, are facing charges. All over what police say was a fight over Christmas presents. Wow, that's just awful. Awful. But uh, extraordinarily, uh, it's, 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 it's one of those things you constantly hear about, you know, uh, the gun debate hey, in the U.S. And uh, there's a circumstance where 14 and 50-year-olds are just hauling out guns. That's just so bizarre. Kevin Martell, I thank you for your time from the 980 Jammy Newsroom. It's 6.57. Hey, coming up, there is a lot you can do when it comes to recycling. And Janet Aird from the City of Regina is going to be joining me here to give you a few tips, including... That real Christmas tree, you can actually, if it's small enough, I guess, because those uh, green bins are small, you could chop it up and put it in the green bin. You don't even have to go out to the uh, yard waste disposal area there by the dump. But uh, that's one of the tips coming up next hour from the city of Regina. In 2023, are you engaged? Going to get married? Think about uh, getting married this Sunday. That's uh, quite the date you've chosen there. If that's the case, New Year's Eve, 12, 31, 23, or 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. Apparently, in the year uh, 2023, the most popular baby names were Olivia and Noah. And there are uh, still... Similar names from uh, 2022 in the top 10. Emma, Liam, Amelia, Oliver, still on the list as the top baby names. But uh, above and beyond all the others, Olivia and Noah, the two most popular names of the year. Sick of turkey yet? Still got some in your fridge? This might be the day to uh, toss it if you haven't already put it in the freezer. A lot of the experts say that if you cooked Christmas Day your turkey... Uh, it's good in the fridge for maybe three to four days tops. Freezer bound or else uh, wrap it up today, right? If you're looking to ditch your Christmas tree already, I have not yet taken mine down. Usually that's New Year's Day in the afternoon. I usually get around to doing that. But uh, if it's a real tree and you want to toss it, 
Uh, you can do so right now at the Yardwaste Depot. And with a little more information on recycling, Janet Aird from the City of Regina reminding us what can and can't be recycled and tossed into the green cart, including your Christmas tree, right? Well, in the kitchen this year, you have your green carts. All those leftovers that you don't turn into a stew or a casserole can be put in your green cart. And that includes the turkey, the bones, the grease, the salads, all the salad dressing. Any of that stuff can go in your green cart. So with all the packaging and gifting you've probably been doing, there's probably lots of cardboard boxes around. Cardboard boxes can be recycled, but they're also great in your green cart, and they can be put in the bottom and layered with the food, and it helps keep it separate and dry so that it doesn't stick. I've had a number of people ask me about this. They complain with their green carts that when it gets really cold, it gets frozen on dump day, it doesn't get empty because it's so frozen. Have you had that problem addressed at all? We've had some people raise that as a concern, yes, and we've been letting people know that the layering, like putting more paper towel in with your stuff or putting all your Kleenexes, cotton, um, and putting the cardboard boxes and making sure you have some dry or paper bags, that along with the food waste will help with it coming out of the cart. Good to know. And what about Christmas wrapping paper? Uh, Is that all recyclable, most of it? No, if it has a lot of embellishments or metallic on it, it's not. Basic paper, wrapping paper, again, is good. Um, And gift bags are not. And all those bows and ribbons and tissues are not recyclable either. And you can find that information out on regina.ca slash waste. And if you go to our waste wizard, it'll tell you all the Great things to put in your recycling and green cart. What about your Christmas tree? Oh, your Christmas tree. Well, it can, if you want to top it up and put it in your green cart, it can go in there. But we also are opening the tree cycle again this year. And it's open until the end of January to take your Christmas tree as well. And what about garbage collection and pickup? Is it still bi-weekly? Uh, yes, garbage collection and your green cart as well as your recycling cart will be remain bi-weekly throughout the holiday season. Just if you have any questions about what to recycle, I encourage you to go to regina.ca slash waste. And if you want reminders of when your carts get collected, you can sign up there for the Ramondos or sign up for the waste app. Awesome. Thank you, Janet. Janet Aird from the city of Regina. Some good tips there. Uh, if you are looking to take the fam out to Mission Ridge, they had some good news delivered again yesterday. They have been working tirelessly with their snow cannons in the overnight period there, but that's when it's coldest and it works best. But uh, I told you yesterday how the Buffalo Jump was going to be opening up. Well, now they uh, tell me that uh, Grindstone Conveyor Lift and uh, Gritter's Way is in shape enough now to open up as well. So four lifts, four runs out at Mission Ridge, including the tube hill. That tube hill is a lot of fun. When the kid's out of school and you're looking to Keep them active and busy and take advantage of the nice weather. Last night on television, the Kennedy Center honors Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees was honored by Michael Bublé. Okay, I I like a good love song. I'm a little mushy sometimes. That song is timeless. And Michael Bublé could have a hit all over with it. But the Bee Gees, of course, Barry, the lone surviving member. He uh, helped to write 16 number one songs, including that one there. And uh, he was honored, as was Dionne Warwick, Billy Crystal even in the Kennedy Center Honors. Not much on television these days. But uh, outside of hockey, which I'm totally fine with and 
uh, NFL football. That's about all I've had to watch as of late. And then a little of that last night. And now I hear uh, Prime Streaming Service is going to start charging. A little extra just to uh, get out of the ads. Joining me now is Taylor McPherson, who is filling in for the Evan Bray Show this afternoon. Or pardon me, this morning at 8.30. Morning, Taylor. Morning, Greg. I was surprised by the Amazon thing. They're going to start showing ads now on Amazon Prime. And it's like the whole point of paying for a streaming service is to avoid the ads. They're kind of shooting themselves in the foot, I think. They're not the first, right? Disney, I think, is already doing this or about to do this. I haven't had Disney Plus for a while. But yeah, another, uh, I think, three bucks starting February 5th. Like if you have Prime now with uh, your Amazon uh, extra that you pay there, uh, you'll start seeing the ads unless you pay another two ninety nine. I think it is, on February 5th. But yeah, you're right to the, the point. That's why so many were... Stream it over to streaming services here right now. How were the holidays for you? How have they been so far? Uh, they were excellent. Really, really chill. Uh, I was joking uh, with Mark Loshek on CKOM this morning that the older I get, the lamer my Christmas presents become and the more excited I am for them. This year, the only thing that I asked for was a battery-powered vacuum cleaner. And I got it, and I was just more enthused than I ever was with, like, the Lego sets and stuff that I was getting as a kid. So you're talking about the little uh, portable ones to do a, a quick job in the vehicle or just around the house or what? Exactly, yeah. Just the little the little guy, insanely high-powered. I've been dropping stuff on the floor on purpose, Greg, just so I could vacuum it up. Well, here's... here's oh, no, a- I spilled the coffee grounds. Oh, no, I guess I have to get out the brand-new vacuum cleaner. Very helpful indeed. And you're right about, as we grow older, what... Uh, Makes us happier because uh, I'm a, you know, outside of work, I always have a, a baseball cap and I like uh, getting the odd one of those. So I got some new uh, uh, hats and I got a small enough suitcase that I'm not going to be that person in the aisle of an airplane doing my best to jam this suitcase in. I've got this perfect one now that meets all the requirements because I like a carry on now. And uh, uh, that was my favorite Christmas present. Right there. So I'm with you. absolutely the way to go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you're going to, uh, looking back on the year, is that what you're going to do this morning on the show? A little bit, yeah. Sarah Mills, our provincial news director, is going to join us to look back at some of the big news stories of 2023 for Saskatchewan and beyond. And just going through some of the biggest stories of the year, it was a pretty big, exciting year. Things like the pronoun policy, the ongoing fight between Saskatchewan's government and Ottawa, and some stuff to look ahead to for next year as well, including this electric vehicle push from the federal government. So lots of big news stories to talk about, some of which are going to keep developing into the year ahead. Taylor McPherson in for Evan Bray this morning at 8.30. I think one of your top stories has got to be the weather. It's crazy how much we talk about the weather in this province, but this is really crazy, isn't it? As as it's uh, minus 10 is really cold right now (laughs) compared to what it normally is. We've had mild winters before. I can certainly remember some snowless Christmases or Christmases where there's just like a few flakes on the ground. But this is actually becoming a real problem because we need a lot of moisture for next season if we want to avoid another drought. We're actually going to have Ray Orb from the Association of Rural Municipalities on the show today to talk about that, how the lack of snow doesn't exactly spell good news for a lot of the rural areas, even though they're saving on snow clearing right now. Yeah, it certainly is true. I uh, talked to a few of my farming buddies over the uh, holidays. One who farms uh, near Lloydminster said, man, they're super dry in that area and could really use the snow. But uh, as any farmer hopeful that maybe, uh, you know, April, May showers could really 
uh, come through too if the snow doesn't. So, But you're right. It's a hot topic on the farm for sure. All right, Taylor, we'll see you back here at 830, okay? Thanks, Greg. See Jamie News Time now is 727. And coming up, Connor Bernard strikes not once but twice last night, and Team Canada continues to be dominant at the World Juniors. Kevin Martell will have much more information uh, coming up here in just a moment. CJME News Time now is 727.